Hello, everybody. I'm going to be talking today about treasure in your heart. And as I think about the word treasure, the first question that comes to my mind is whether you've ever hidden something, something that you thought was very nice and very precious and something maybe you didn't want other people to see. So you thought, OK, I'm going to hide this somewhere. So maybe you even have a secret place in your house or a secret place in your room or a secret place maybe under the floorboards where you hide the things that are most precious to you. And you don't want anybody else to see it because it's yours and it's personal and it's something that you think is worth a lot to you. So I have hidden things before. I have hidden things um, in different places. Sometimes I find them. Sometimes I don't find them when I'm looking for it, but I know I hid it somewhere and I'm trying to figure out where I hid it. But for example, I know we hide our passports. Well, we're not really hiding it, but we put it in a safe place, you know, in a place where we know, okay, that is a safe place to put it because nothing's going to happen to it. And that's because the passport is something that's very important to us. You know, it helps us to travel. It helps us to move around, you know, and when you need it, you want to know where it is. So we have a safe place where we keep passports and, and where we keep kind of important documents. But you may all have different experiences hiding things. Some people may be hiding it from their siblings. You know, I know sometimes in my house they hide things from one another. Um, I'm sure children do that, you know. And sometimes you're hiding it because you just want to protect that thing, you know. So there are many reasons why we hide things. Well, David said in Psalm 119 and verse 11, that there was one thing he was going to hide. And he was going to hide this one thing because it mattered so much to him. And because David wanted to please God, and the Bible talks about him as having a heart after God, this thing was so important to David. And he said, I have to hide this thing. Because if I hide this thing, it will keep me from doing wrong. And if I'm not doing wrong, then I'm pleasing unto God. So he says in Psalm 119 and verse 11, that your word, O God, have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against you. So in essence, he was saying the word of God was so valuable to him. It was so precious to him. It was the thing that was going to keep him against sinning against God. And so because he loved the word so much and he understood the value that was in the word of God, it was the thing he was going to hide in his heart. And the Bible talks about our hearts as being very precious. Um, it talks about how God says, I will give you a new heart. So our heart is really precious in terms of our Christian walk. You know, the scripture tells us in Proverbs in chapter four, for example, that we should guard our hearts with every diligence. That means guard your heart so well, because out of your heart comes the issues of life. So whatever you put in your heart is so important. There's another scripture in, in Matthew that talks about how out of the abundance of the heart, you know, the mouth speaks. Basically, what is in your heart is what's going to come out. If good is in your heart, good will come out. If bad is in your heart, bad will come out. So David is saying, you know, my heart is precious. My heart is a very safe place that I guard diligently and preciously. 
And the one thing that matters so much to me is the word of God. It's like treasure. It's like treasure to me. It's precious. It's valuable. And I'm going to hide it in this very safe place so that I may not sin against this God whom I love so much. You know, I was reading the other day in the book of Corinthians and it was in Second Corinthians and he was talking about the glory of God. You know, and he was talking about how the glory of God has been put into earthen vessels. So we are this earthen vessel because we're made of dust, basically earth, you know. And so the glory of God is put into earthen vessels and it called that glory of God treasure. It says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And then he was talking about this treasure and talking about a life even beyond earth, you know, and how we live for a greater purpose than just this earth that we're on. And he said in this context and for this reason, in verse 9 of Second Corinthians chapter 5, he said we should make it our aim always, whether we're on earth or in heaven, to always please God. And I think when I think about what David is writing here in Psalm 119 and verse 11, is actually talking about how do I make it my aim to always please God? Because when you don't sin against God, of course you're always going to be pleasing unto him. If you don't do wrong, sin just means you're doing something wrong. You're doing something that God does not like, or you're doing something against the word of God, you know, against his commandment, against the things that he has instructed us. So if you keep this word, precious word in your heart, then you will not sin against God. And then as you think about the word of God hidden in your heart, and you start to see it as a treasure, you know, so it's treasure. What is treasure? Treasure is something priceless, you know, something costly, something excellent, something highly valued, you know, and you and I need to value God's word more than anything else in this world. We need to value it. And until we start to value it more, then we don't prioritize it, you know, but we have to prioritize it and value it much more than anything else. There's a scripture that talks about this in Psalm chapter 19 and verse 10. And in Psalm 19 and verse 10, he says, more to be desired is the word of God than gold, even more than fine gold. So anything about the finest of gold. Now, I'm not a gold person, but people that know gold will talk about 24 carat gold and all these different carats of gold. So if you think about the finest of gold possible, the scripture here is saying that more than that, we should desire the word of God. There are people that maybe desire different things, gold and things, but he's saying, desire this word more than finest gold. And there's a scripture that talks about how God grants us the desires of our heart. So what should we desire in our heart? We should desire the word of God more than finest gold. He goes on to say that the word of God is sweeter than honey and drippings from the honeycomb. So when you think about honey, which is very, very sweet, you know, the word of God is actually sweeter than honey. And then he goes on in verse 11 of Psalm 19 to say, moreover, by the word of God is your servant warned. So the word of God will warn us. It will instruct us. It will, it will illustrate things to us. It will illuminate us. It will remind us, but it will keep us from evil. He says, moreover, by then your servant is warned. And in keeping the word of God, there is great reward. 
So when you keep God's word, there is great reward. And all of this starts to give you insight into why David would say, I am hiding this thing in my heart. I am going to do everything possible. Forget gold. Forget honey. Forget all of that. This word of God is the thing that I need to hide in my heart. Because if I keep it, if I do it, because if I hide it in my heart, then I'm more likely to do it. As I keep the word of God, there is great reward in keeping his word. And that is such an awesome thing to consider when we think about the treasures of our heart. What, what is in your heart? I guess that's the question. What is in your heart today? What is in my heart today? If I were to search into my heart, and one of the ways we know what is in our heart is when we think about what do we spend our time the most reflecting on. So when I have those quiet moments or those moments where perhaps I'm not rushing and busying myself with work, what am I reflecting on? What am I thinking about? What am I musing? That's another word for meditate. What what am I pondering on in those moments? And I think the things that you find yourself thinking about the most is an indication of what is in your heart. So if you find yourself thinking about food the most, (laughs) then most likely your heart is filled with thoughts about food. You know, if you find yourself thinking about, I don't know, life, you know, thinking about the problems, the challenges, that's what's in your heart. But you can put the word of God there so that you can think more about the word of God. Because when we think about the word of God, the scripture says we make our way prosperous and we have good success in Joshua 1.8. It says, as you think about it day and night, you make your way prosperous and you have good success. So we need to store it in our hearts because there's great reward in it. It's more precious than anything. But also we need to make sure that we're having enough time to ponder on it, reflect on it, think about it, because that's how the Holy Spirit starts to help us to understand. And that's where wisdom and understanding and knowledge comes from. I'm going to read Joshua 1.8. It says that this book of the law, talking about the word of God, because the word of God is what's contained in the book of the law, It says, this book of the law should not depart from our mouth, but we should meditate. So that's our word, meditate. Think about it. We should reflect on it. We should deliberate on it day and night, that we may observe and do according to all that is written in it. So it's telling you that the things you think about is what you're going to do. That's the truth. What I think about is most likely what I'm going to do. You most likely have thought about something before you do it. Most people don't just do something. There's a thought that precedes the action. Now, so he's saying if you meditate or you're thinking of the word of God, then your thoughts preceding what you do will be guided by the word of God. But if you're thinking about other things, that also will guide what you do. But then maybe your ways won't be as pleasing unto God because the word of God is not framing and illuminating what you do. So he says, you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you can observe and do according to all that is written in it. And then he goes on to say, for then, not God, but you shall make your way prosperous, and you shall deal wisely, and you shall have good success. So who determines 
whether my way is prosperous, whether I have good success, or whether I deal wisely in this world. I determine by what I store in my heart and what I think about, what I meditate on that enables me to then do things in a way that is pleasing unto God. So we should remember to always keep God's word in our hearts more than anything else. We should keep his word in our hearts. There's also a scripture in, in the book of Samuel, and I think it's in First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 1, where it talks about how the word of the Lord was precious in those days. And I like that. You know, the word of the Lord was precious in those days. And I believe that we live in a time when the word of God has to be precious to us in this day that we live in, because we see and we understand the value that it is in the word. You know, we understand that this word, if I keep it in my heart, not only does it bring me success and prosperity and I can deal wisely and it has great rewards, you know, but it also brings me life and peace and joy. So we as Christians need to make that word of God precious to us in this day that we live in. And there are two other reasons that come to my mind as to why this word of God has to be this precious to us. First of all, the Bible says that the word of God is powerful. When you read Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, it says the word of God is alive and it is powerful. And that powerful means that it is active, it is always at work, it is effective, it is energizing, it brings life into situation, it changes things, it turns things around. The word of God is powerful. The word of God makes things happen that nothing else can make happen. The word of God transforms it brings salvation, it brings hope. I mean, it is powerful. So one other reason why this word of God has to be in our hearts is because it is so powerful. Another reason I believe why the word of God really needs to be stored in our hearts is because the word of God will protect us. It is our protection. And we see David also talking about how the word of God protects us in the Bible. So he talks about how, for example, when, when God hides us in his secret place. So when God hides us in his secret place, why is he hiding us? He's hiding us to protect us. He's hiding us. And that word to be hidden is the same word that David uses when he talks about, I will hide the word in my heart. So for example, we look at Psalm 27 verse 5. And he says, in the time of trouble, God will hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. That's the same word. God will hide me in the time of trouble. So guess what? The word of God that you have hidden in your heart will also keep you in the time of trouble. In the time of trouble, that word of God becomes your safety net. It becomes your security. Because God is his word. You can't separate God from his word. You know, and you know a person by their word. So God and his word are inseparable. So in the same way as God hides us, the word of God also will protect us in the time of trouble. Another scripture in Psalm 31 
And verse 20 says, In the secret place of your presence, you hide us from the plots of men. You keep us secretly in your pavilion from the strife of tongues. Same word, hiding. So the word of God will hide us from the plots of men. And there are many people that plot different things. But the word of God becomes our safe refuge. So I guess my encouragement today is to treasure the word. Treasure it so much that you do everything to keep it in your heart. And when you've got it in your heart, don't just leave it there and do nothing. Start to think about it. Force yourself to. Because your heart wants to be occupied by so many things. You know, it's like there's a war for what is going to take the space of my heart. I mean, you can almost think of your heart like, like a container, maybe like, like a cup. You know, and there's only so much you can put into it. So what are you going to put into it? Because everything can't go in. You know, so you need to decide what do I treasure the most that I'm going to put into this container? Because I know that what I put in here is what's going to guide the rest of my life. So you can choose many things. You know, the world will give you many things to put in. People will give you many things to put in. Life will give you many things to put in. But because you understand the word of God, what it can do for you, then like David, we can all make that decision that your word, I am hiding in my heart that I might not sin against you. Because I know that in the day of trouble, your word will protect me. I know that when I need help, your word will be power to me. I know that your word is so precious, more than the finest of gold. So I make a decision that it is the word of God. It is my treasure. This is my treasure. Other people may have other things they want to treasure, but I choose my treasure to be the word of God. And I'm going to keep it in my heart. God bless you. Thank you. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye-bye.